80 old boyfriends have bought them ass and titties and Botoxed them up. So, so like, what the fuck? How old are you, lady? Damn. Oh, I'm 88. <laughs> old ladies getting like boob jobs and shit? Yeah. It's like a grandma? big thing. Like, old Spanish ladies. Math baby, you see old Spanish ladies, like ladies in their 60s and 70s getting boob jobs down here because their rich boyfriends pay for it. So that's fucking crazy, man. I mean, like uh-huh. the older I get, the more I feel like I don't really want to let go either. Like I'm kind of like, I don't want to just just be old all of a sudden. Like I'm I I still want to have some fun and cling to some things that make me feel young and youthful and shit and alive and shit. But I, I still feel like there's a point where it's like if you got a grandkid or more grand multiple grandkids, you probably shouldn't be getting the tit job. I'm just saying. Yeah. Senior citizens, I'm not sure if they should be getting titty jobs. I don't mind getting see. old. I just don't want to feel the pain of getting old. I don't want to feel old. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I I don't for me it's like it, for I guess it's cuz I'm in college too. So like I'm I'm still in school. I'm surrounded by fucking young people, which was cool when I was the same age and you don't really think about it. But then it's like, whoa, I'm the dude who's got like white on his chin. Like my chin hair is grown in white and shit. Like I'm lucky like my head hair is not, I don't really have any grays anywhere but my chin. But it's like, dude, they, these these kids, like they look at me and they're like, fuck, that guy's yeah. my uncle's age. Like I'm maybe not old enough to be their parent. Unless I really fucked up and got somebody knocked up when I was like seventeen, but it's still it's still kind of like, damn, dude is old, you know? Yeah, it's weird. I I don't get that that much yet. Well, that's because black don't crack, baby. You don't look yeah, a day older than thirty two, man. Yeah, that's another aspect of. It. I think I get the big brother vibe from a lot of people, which is cool. Yeah, I don't know, man. And it's like talking to these kids too. It's like they feel like kids. Like that's where. People try so hard to act young. People want to hang out with folks that are like way younger than them, but I don't think I could do it. Like just talking to these kids for like some group projects and shit, and they just start talking about silly shit like Pokemon and like, I don't know, just dumb shit that it's like kid shit. It's like, what are you going to do this weekend? And I don't, I don't have a fake ID yet, so I can't drink. And you're just like, what? I've been drinking legally for like 18 years. Like, yeah. Almost your whole life I've been drinking legally. That's fucking weird. Okay, maybe not 18 years, maybe 15, but whatever. It's still a while. What up? Yeah. Jody B is finally here. <laughs> Blow me one Kenobi. Blow me one Kenobi. That rolls off the tongue, dog. What's happening, fellas? <sighs> Let's get it cracking now that now that you're here. We can try to act like professionals. Yes. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. What's good, everybody? Welcome, motherfuckers, to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. I am 
the host of this bitch, Jason Almy, Dr. Lord Almy Esquire. What is good, y'all? I got two motherfuckers joining me today for a wonderful fucking episode. We're going to have a beautiful conversation. We're going to talk about roasts. We're going to talk about black people. We're going to talk about white people. We're going to talk mad shit about Hispanic people because we don't have any of them here tonight to defend themselves. So we're really going to pile hard on them and the Chinese folks. Um, I have joining me from the Delvin Cox experience, Mr. Delvin Cox himself, a.k.a. Pimp Juice, a.k.a. Young Dirty Bastard. What's good tonight, man? What's going on, brother? Everything good with you? Everything's good with me, man. I'm glad you're here. We also have joining us... From the Po Boys podcast, we have Blomi Juan Kenobi, aka Jody B. What's good, Jody? How you doing, man? Brap, brap. What's up, motherfuckers? What up, motherfuckers? <laughs> now I'm gonna say this, and I just I want to 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 be clear. If this eats shit, it's not my fault. Well, it is my fault because I showed up late, but I didn't get to sound check. So mm-hmm. I literally that little scrambling around was me switching to solo audio and hitting record. You fucker! <laughs> you, you didn't even let me check. <laughs> you sound good. You sound good to me. Yeah. Good. Well, uh, I got another bad news. I got to go find a lighter. So if you guys do that, I'll be right back. All right, I'm gonna take care of a, a little piece of business while he does his thing. I want to let everybody know that this episode is brought to you by. Blue Chew, as well as my boner. My boner is also brought to my wife by Blue Chew. My boner is not brought to you because I'm not like shipping that, and that would increase the risk of catching coronavirus and possibly herpes if I were to like ship my dick out for other people. But uh, what I need everybody to do who can hear my voice right now, if you can hear me, don't hit pause. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. I'm going to keep talking. You can count on me for that. I want you to open up your podcast app that you're using to listen to this episode or your web, what do you call it, window? Browser. Browser, that fucking thing. Open that motherfucker up. Look at the show note. There's a link. Click the link. It says Blue Chew. It's got the little underline underneath it. Click that motherfucker there, okay? Go sign yourself up. You're going to get a nice little discreet package that contains these little uh, envelopes. You tear them open. There's a blue chewable. You don't have to fucking swallow it, you pussy. Just put it in your mouth, chew it up. It's either going to be prescription Cialis uh, the ingredient that's in prescription Cialis or the ingredient that is found in prescription Viagra, use the link in the show notes or I will fucking tiger punch you in the goddamn throat. Use that link. Go get you some blue chew. It will be shipped to your door discreetly. So your mom, when she goes and gets the mail, she's going to get this box. It's not going to say pills for your erections all over the outside of the box. She's going to think it's like some fucking manga or anime or some shit. So look, you can beat off uh, to some hentai with a rock solid erection. If you just go hit the link in our description and let me tell you, you're going to save money on those erections too. If you have ever been in my shoes and you have used your insurance to go and get a prescription of Cialis or Viagra at the CVS, you know that you pay an arm and a leg and you get like five pills. That's five fucking boners. And it's like 50 bucks. And you're walking out of there thinking, fuck, is it even worth it? I mean, I'm old now. I don't need sex that bad. That's a lot of money. I'm taking food out of my kid's mouth, not with blue chew. Okay, go hit my link. You're going to save some dough. It's You're going to get a great product. You're going to get fantastic erections. Everyone's going to be happy. Um, your mom doesn't have to handle your boner pills. She's happy. Your girlfriend's going to get some, your anime character pillow is going to get some, your anime character pillow is happy. You're happy because you get to uh, jack off. It's all good. Go hit that link. Thank you very much. Now Jody is back. Um, and the business is 
done and out of the way. Gentlemen, let me take a deep breath. Okay, that was a lot of talking. I was going to say, for uh, $20 a pill, that gives you like $10 a minute on your fuck time, huh? Oh, man. Dude, if you're you're having a good evening, I mean, if you pop off quick. Two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes, including cleanup and apologizing. It's two minutes of hell, baby. You got to saddle up. Yeah. Um, that is why I prefer the Cialis. It has a longer half-life. It stays in the bloodstream a little longer. You, for one uh, one pill, if you're doing the the math and, and equating the cost per pill, then you know you can get, you might get three, four smashes out of that one pill because it lasts up to 36 hours in, in your bloodstream. So you're going to get a few smashes out of that pill. It really is worth it. Now you're starting to talk about three yeah. or even four minutes of fun over the course of one whole weekend. Let's Have you guys ever tried the gas station supplements, like uh, the ones that always like the weird shit on it? Yeah. <laughs> no, Dude, I've I heard that they to. work, but I'll be honest with you. If they had a pill that would make mine stop getting hard, that'd be cool because I could use that probably more uh, uh, than the opposite. I Look, Delvin, I mean, you're a little bit older than me. I'm kind of in the middle. Jody is the youngest. I, I'm a vibrant young man. I feel like... Yes. I could catch a stiff breeze and get a boner, dude. It's uh, the way it is, especially if my wife ain't fucked me in like three days. It's oh, rough. Jesus, three days. <laughs> That's cute. That's <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh, fucking ass. I, I remember when life was like that. I remember. It'll get back there, Jason. Don't worry. It's coming. But just like I said earlier, you're not going to get to sleep anymore. That never changes. You're never going to mm-hmm. sleep again. It's just your durations of napping or might get a little bit longer, but they're going to get yeah. a little less sporadic. Yeah. So that's nice. Well, I got to say the last couple of days, my daughter has been, I know everybody loves hearing the updates about how well my daughter's been sleeping. I talk about it every episode, but she really, the last like week or so, she's been doing really well. She was She slept in her crib last night until like... 4.30 in the morning, which is great for us. That means like she's not laying on me at like 1 a.m. So it means better sleep for for both my wife and I, which is nice. We're in better moods. We're not yelling at each other. We're like, I'm like awake right now. That's good. So, I mean, I can see the progress. We're getting there. You know, when I had my son, he was the easiest. Like he was, he would sleep all day, sleep all night. All the thing you would have to do is just give him a bottle. He was good. Yeah, my daughter would cry for anything, mm. like at, at a drop of a dime. I mean, it was always at two, three o'clock in the morning to drive me fucking insane. Damn. <laughs> like, yeah, she's. I mean, she's kind of iffy like that. If if it's like daytime and she's being entertained and fed, she's cool. But if she's hungry, she'll let you know. And if it's like 10 o'clock and you put her in the crib and she's been sleeping for a couple hours and she wakes up and you're not there because you're out recording a podcast with your dipshit friends, she will also let you know, like, hey, motherfucker, like, I come first. Yeah. Pay attention to me. I have a baby monitor on my phone, so that helps. Yeah. I'm watching him right now, as a matter of fact. That's I was, what took so long. And uh, he's not he's not going to sleep. And so hopefully my wife won't get picked up too much, but she's probably going to be in the background a little when I had my kids, they didn't have those apps on your phone. Yeah. So you had to kind of like either buy a baby monitor or you had to actually be in the room with the kid. That's fucking crazy, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad that I can check it from anywhere. But to be honest with you, like, it just gives me anxiety because I know when he's not sleeping and I can watch him, you know. What I never watch it and look at it and, and I'm happy. Like, oh, look, he's sleeping like a little angel. Anytime I look at the thing, it's like, is he fucking awake? What's yeah. he doing? Is he? trying to climb out of bed by himself you know yeah 
<laughs> yeah, so that's what he does when he's like when he's not sleeping. Mm. We've had it pretty lucky with him, man. Uh, at first, the sleeping, it wasn't so much that it was bad. It's just we didn't get a good routine. And that's one thing I will say is routine, man. With yeah. it, the little, they're just little basic operating machines. And yeah. you got to stay as close to that routine as you can. Because yeah, when tried. you fuck it up, it's not going to work. <laughs> Fortunately for my family, my wife is like very good. She's a type A. So like routine is her language. That's how... That's how she makes shit work. She's yeah. like, she's regimented. This is the time that we feed the baby. Then this is the time that we bathe the baby. The baby goes to sleep at this time. So if it were just up to me, like if I was doing the single dad thing, fucking A, this kid would be like standing on my head, shitting on my hair like right now. Like the kid would be like literally on my shoulders, like vomiting into my lap. And I'd be like, yeah. I don't fucking know. But my wife is very good about like, all right, this is the time. Let's go ahead. She looks tired. Let's put her down. So she does get that like that good sense of like secure, like, regimented schedule from my wife. Thankfully, hey, you're just helping yourself out in the long run, pal. That's, That's what all. I think too. I mean, it's it's a good thing. It works well. It's not my it's not my like my nature. Like Christina's like I. It's weird that I'm married like an artist. You're like you just fucking do stuff. Like you don't. I, it's weird that I married a drill sergeant who's like regimented and like you're going to be up at 0600 hours and if you're not feeding that baby by 0615 I'm going to kick you in the nuts yeah you nuts. your ass yeah. Mr. Postman yeah. Yeah. yeah so but I'm just kind of like well, I don't know I mean I'll feed the kid when I don't know when it when the fucking when it occurs to me when the light bulb goes off over my head I'll feed the kid I don't know hopefully she doesn't shit herself and I don't notice uh, I'm sure Dylan finds this amusing because he's got a kid that's probably older than both of ours. Oh yeah, and, uh, my kids are. Yeah. Oh, my son is 14 and my daughter is 12 now. Hey, you got grown people living in your house. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I remember all this stuff. I remember all this stuff like it was yesterday, man. Well, that's yeah. what's funny is you have things ahead of me that I don't have yet. But hey, Delvin, watch this. Let's watch his face real quick. Hey, Jason, wait till the kid gets out of the house and you don't realize it. Oh man, ah, oh, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Oh, your heart, your heart is going to fly out of your asshole. Yeah. Just breathe; you'll get back to normal. But there will be a split second that yeah. you're going to be like, "Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't got it." That is like <laughs> that is my my least favorite feeling in the entire world is that like pity your stomach like drops feeling when you realize Dog. something when something comes over you're like, "Oh fuck." Mm -hmm. I I've had it twice, yeah. two times. I felt I've ridden that lightning, and it's like it's not like he ran away or anything. Like one day, I was doing laundry, right, and he was just chilling in the living room, no big yeah. deal. And I was the laundry room's outside, so I'm going in and out. You know, I go back there with a load of laundry, and I throw it on the bed. And like literally, the moment that I realized, did I leave the door open? Fucking! Mm -hmm. I hear now. I had a, a window open, and I heard it was like leaves crunching in the driveway. Yeah, I didn't think anything of it. I thought somebody was walking by my house, and they were. And it was an old lady, and she was like, "Hello, what are you doing here?" And I hear shh, 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 shh and it was like, "Dude, <laughs> the feeling of panic that went through my body at that moment. Like I've never felt anything like it or since. And I mean, it's gonna happen. You're gonna fuck up yeah. occasionally, as long as you can." you know, fix it. Yeah. But yeah. I wasn't doing anything irresponsible. I was doing laundry. I just, you know, had a moment. Yeah, <laughs> man. Reminded me of my story. When, um, I was driving home from, cause my, 
Laundry, uh, my washing machine bed broken. I said, fuck that. I'm just going to go to the laundromat. Driving home from the laundromat. This is about a while ago, like a couple of years back. Driving home from the laundromat, and I'm almost to the house, and I see my son walking down the street. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing over here? It's fucking hitchhiking. I'm running away from home. I said, you'll get huh. your ass in this motherfucking car. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, him and, my, him and my ex-wife got into a big-ass argument, and he pulled that white people shit up. I'm leaving. You're never coming back. I love that that's it's some white just, people shit. <laughs> just, oh, it I'm is. Not. Yeah, it really is. Did you, oh, did you, <laughs> did you bust his balls? Is that like, my son? <laughs> walking down the street you're like get the fuck in this car and he gets in he's like what were you doing i was running away good job motherfucker i'm taking you back yeah. home like you didn't get very far you did a shit ass job like, running away try better next time the, and it, it's not hard to find him because he's the only white looking motherfucker in the neighborhood because he's part hispanic so <laughs> all these black people you see this one little white looking kid walking down the street like motherfucking drake <laughs> See, what's funny is that's like ultimate white privilege because as a little white kid, you assume that you can just make it on your own and walk out the door with a backpack and some bread and you're like, fuck this place. Fuck this place. It's a little surely, presumptuous for a 12-year-old, you know? Surely yeah. the, the police won't give me what any. What are you doing? Dude, look at that pipe. Get your ass back in the house where the PlayStation's at. Oh. Oh, motherfuckers. They read the boxcar children one too many times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what do black kids do instead of running away? Is there a cultural thing that that is like unique to um uh black children oh no they just they just hate their parents for okay. quite a long time and yeah. eventually until they get to the point where they want to fight their father okay and then so, that happens usually occasionally and how does that go delvin most of the yeah. time um i actually have a story about that when i was in college <laughs> my i was me and my dad were staying in the same place at, at, at one time. For the brief period of time, we lived together. Mm. And something happened. Well, he, I guess he, him and his girlfriend got into it and shit like that. And I'm getting off work. And he just started, for some reason, I'm like a 19-year-old guy who exercised. Him, he, he felt like getting tough and started screaming at me and shit and pushing me. Uh-huh. And my dad has not never been a violent person at all. But I guess he was so mad at his girlfriend at that time, he felt like, well, fuck it, I'm going to take it out on this motherfucker. Yeah, I can't hit her, so I'm going to hit you. <laughs> yeah. And it just so happened that I have, I, at that point in time, I had a very short temper. Yeah, and a really solid left hand. Yeah. So out. I proceeded to go in my closet and grab my bat. Oh, oh that wow. works even better. And yeah. chased him around the, my car, screaming at him like, yo, do not fuck him. That's what he said. Yeah. Then after everything, after the police were called, everything like that, we sat out like, yeah, I can't do that to you no more. Yeah. <laughs> then I realized that you're not a kid anymore. Like, yeah, motherfucker. Black, Han- black Hanukkah people. You, you've never partied until you've partied with the black Jews. I mean, Black Hanukkah gets fucking lit, everybody. Jason, I'd like to point out, uh, Delvin was on my show, and we had a conversation about an incident with a fella that tried to... Uh, uh, flim flam him on a PlayStation. Oh, oh yeah. I, he- I heard that. And it seems to me, it, it seems to me that he had the same reaction to that as he did to his father that day. Okay, which okay. step step A is grab a bat, and step two is go around cars. Chase some motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm at one point in time. I had a very short temper. I don't. I definitely don't now. I'm 
Delvin, um, what I'm saying is you're two and zero at this point. I think I like <laughs> Delvin's logic. I think I do. I think I do. I like how the per, the person who Delvin is attempting to assault uh, always. I mean, it's a smart move to try to keep an automobile between the person with the baseball bat and yourself. Yeah. Because it's that does the same plan to, is with a moose, right? Yeah, in that yeah. the, the same protocol, polar bear or whatever. <laughs> Try to get in the car and, and lock the doors. Uh, Delvin, do you still have the baseball bat? It's in storage. Okay. I think, but yeah, it's in storage. I still have okay. it. Was um, a aluminum baseball bat. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, you don't want to get hit by wood or aluminum. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I guess a wiffle ball bat is probably not very uh, frightening, but wood, aluminum, all very scary. Solid. I'm gonna start yeah. calling you chocolate moose. Chocolate moose. <laughs> it's like a uh i don't know like a candy they would give away up here in New England. yeah it's got a bat inside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try to bite to the thing clonk what the fuck it's like what yeah the- that's Delvin cox the candy bar that bites back bitch <laughs> take a bat to your teeth where's oh, my playstation man. i'm knocking your teeth out yeah come on side pussy <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Jeez, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the um, the timer on my, my my board here where I'm recording, and it only it took us less than 20 minutes to get racial. So I figured we might as well talk about the roast. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is our first uh, reconvening since Delvin. Nobody, yeah. you haven't gotten hate mail, Jason. You haven't been fired yet. I have not been fired. Honestly, when my boss found out I had a podcast, I was like shitting bricks. I was like, oh god, I was trying to prevent that because you guys have heard my podcast obviously um but i'm not really like i don't give a fake name or anything i'm pretty like straight up with who i am and when when she emailed me and was like hey what's this i was like oh fuck but she thought it was funny so it it worked out um but it could have gone poorly and i don't think she's heard the delvin cox roast because that's not on my rss feed but i haven't i haven't had any hate mail thank god <laughs> I don't know if you saw in the conversations earlier, Jason, but I guess some of the dudes from uh, the What Up Though podcast were trying. Uh, apparently, the video went live today. Yeah, on oh. Patreon. That shit will never go out in public. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. that that's, video. That's not happening. I don't think I offended anybody with that video, but I think maybe Jody, you did. Me? Well, I had pretty good jokes. No, your jokes were. You know what the most? No, look, I'll tell you the most offensive thing about that video. I didn't have on pants. Oh. I didn't realize that. I didn't now. I I will say this: it's not like I had nothing on. I had on a pair of gym shorts. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, I was getting ready, and it was in a hurry, if you remember. And so I literally ran into my bedroom, and I put on a nice, un, I put on an undershirt and a nice button-up collar shirt, a vest, a jacket, and a tie, <laughs> a do rag, and a pair of sunglasses, and just ran in here. And at one point, I went to get up, and I realized, like, oh shit, they're gonna realize I don't have pants on. <laughs> I I cannot imagine how many people have been on like Zoom conferences with their boss and like executives and investors and 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 clients and shit like that and have done the same thing like wearing the fucking button up with the the cuz we've all been I've been home I've been working from home I did I did one 2 days ago and everybody it was like the Brady bunch times like on steroids cuz it was like a million little Zoom windows of everybody from home and they're all you know our CEO is on the call so everyone did their hair and makeup i just fucking left my video off i was like dude i'm wearing an old t-shirt that's got like puke on it from a child and i'm i look like shit like i'm not i haven't shaved in days but you know everybody's got to be like it's got to be happening 
dozens of times a day that somebody like, okay, I'll be right back guys. And stands up in the middle of the meeting to go get a water or something like that. And he's like, shirts not tucked in as like boxer shorts and shit. You didn't see that video that chick that took a piss right in the middle of a meeting. I was just going to say that. I was exactly going to say that. I'm not aware. I tell him Devin. The the person apparently they was on a zoom business call and they forgot that they left their camera on. Yeah. And they took a piss in the middle of the Zoom conference call. She's actually not a, a bad-looking young lady. And she was just listening, minding her business. Then all of a sudden, you see the computer get up or the phone or whatever and go down the hallway. And then pants drop, sits on the toilet. And then everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. A couple people lock up and they're like, uh, Jennifer. She's like, <gasps> and then she falls out of the call and like everybody just starts laughing. It's so fucking oh funny. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be mortifying. I think if you're a reasonably attractive uh, woman, you can get away with that. I think that's. You'll be, you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think it's embarrassing. You're going to be embarrassed. But I think if you're like a fat dude and yeah. you're just, you're just, you're not, you don't get up to piss, but you're like just kind of stroking your cock. You know what I mean? Like you're just kind of like playing with your dick during, you're not really like vigorously masturbating, but you're just kind of like, you're obviously bored. You know, like I've been in those meetings a million times where I'm just like, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Johnny's doing it right I, now. I will say this. <laughs> it depends on the type of fat you are. Yeah. Chris Farley fat to get away with it. Yeah, <laughs> just like funny fat. Chris could get away with it. Chris could get, Chris was funny. He could get away with it. I got a very Farley-esque build. I'm just maybe a little smaller, but I got like the belly. I got a Farley gut. It's yeah. weird, and I hate it. I'm built like a gorilla. Yeah, because you look, so, I mean, I've never seen you in real life. I haven't really even seen many body shots of you, but I feel like I've seen you from the tits up many times. Yeah. And you look just like a normal dude. You don't look particularly yeah. skinny, but you don't look overweight at all. Yeah. No, I'm just normal, average-sized guy, like six, six foot two. <laughs> about 235 these days a little heavy but uh yeah man it's i'm a good sized dude I, i'm not one to tangle with i'm not a particularly violent person but you'll remember me the next day i yeah. promise <laughs> <laughs> so um did either I, I haven't received any like i didn't receive any i didn't hear any feedback on the roast that wasn't positive that wasn't like it was funny you had a good joke or whatever i laughed but have you guys like did you guys get anything negative did like Anybody's family say, ah, you shouldn't have joked like that. Not at all. No, I assume Delvin would get it if anybody got it at all, since he yeah. was the, the producer in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get anything negative. I'm shocked okay. that I didn't get anything negative about it. Good. Everybody was generally positive about it. People I didn't expect to be positive about. It. Like I told you guys in the, the thread that we have, like a pastor yeah. <laughs> that, that listened to my podcast, who I talk to quite often. Uh, he he messaged me about like, hey, the roast was awesome. It was funny. It was awkward, weird, but I enjoyed it. Like, whoa, you listen oh. to the roast? Yeah, that's what one thing I will say. Delvin's what he's been posting. It's not been so much negative, a little bit negative. <laughs> <laughs> Should have oh. saved that one for the roast. Shit, I, I've I really thought, you know, I was confident in in my jokes because that's the difference when when we did our roast, Jason. Yeah. You know, I I learned a lot. And it's, you either have to roast somebody that you really, really know or somebody that you don't fucking know at all. Yeah. And I think the problem with our, with your roast, and it's not a bad thing where well, there was some good shit in there. The problem was there was too many people. It went too long mm. and we just didn't know each other well enough. So yeah. that was a thing. Like the jokes weren't really jokes. Like some of them were just things people had been thinking and they didn't put no thought into it. They just said, oh, well, she's kind of a slut. 
Yeah. And he's kind of a faggot. And, uh, so it was one of those things where, you know, I thought it was great, but a lot of feelings got hurt. So when Delvin asked, you know, I said no the first time. Yeah. I said no the second time. And, you know, finally I said, you know what? It's, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, if anything, I should take this as a moment to try to do a good job because I know this is going to be walking a fucking line. And, uh, yeah, man, that was it was tough from the start. I'll tell you that. I think the cool thing about this roast is that everybody in the roast generally knew me really well. And I think that's what held it together so well. Because everybody knew me generally well. Everybody kind of knew each other pretty good. So when it got to the jokes with me and stuff like that, it kind of hit more. It was more fun for everybody to get into it. Like, Albie did an awesome job kind of hosting it. Oh, man. So I think Jody started it off, kind of set the tone. And, you know, the bearded idiots was drunk as fuck. And they, they just had a blast with it because they just were being themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's what made it work. Everybody was just generally being themselves and having a blast with it, I think. I think everybody felt, like, comfortable. Like, I, and we, I don't think everybody knew each other. I'd never done a show with the bad bitches. I'd never done a show with the bearded idiots. I'd listen to their podcasts. I've never done a show with the Herfcast, although I've heard his podcast before. So honestly, and Adam, I, I I've heard a little bit of Adam stuff, but like I I barely spoke to Adam really. We've done a little yeah. bit of of interacting, but honestly, you two were the only two in that whole thing that I really felt comfortable interacting with that we've like talked on on at length on podcasts and stuff. So I, I don't I mean it was weird how comfortable I guess it was weird how comfortable everybody seemed to feel even though uh, it's the most I've ever talked to Kayla and Jens and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. We're just, we're, we're all here to do business and nobody got pissy or offended. And it was really kind of nice. Yeah. I thought for and sure I'm, there'd be like a couple of like, you know, I mean, what, what am I worried about? We're going to offend my three black listeners, but I figured Delvin, he's got an audience, you know what I'm saying? Like we might offend some of his listeners, but <laughs> Because you know, not everybody listeners was offended, which is surprising. Because even the ones I thought would probably be offended weren't offended. Yeah, just goes to show you, man. Comedy can uh, can cure all things. That's what I like. Race, to racism, all of it. Like you got to be able to laugh, man. And if you're good enough and you try hard enough, you might pull it off, man. And I yeah. think we did. I think everybody pulled their fucking weight, and it was a wonderful time. I think that's what I'm proud of about about being involved in that is that, you know, I, there's some nuance. You don't always get it in social media and in, like, the news media. I mean, it's just kind of like if you say something, even if you're joking, then that means that you're a bigot and that you're someone to completely disassociate with and you got to get yeah. canceled and fired and everything's got to, no one can listen to you. Everybody unsubscribed to podcasts and stuff. But I feel like there is, at least for people who are into that type of thing, there's room for like nuance that it's like, none of us have any ill will. And it's more about like the intention. If we're here to amuse each other and amuse the listener and make people laugh, then I think for, at least for people who are like kind of into comedy and not totally like oversensitive cons, then you have to understand like we're not doing it out of spite or mean spirited. It's not coming from a, a, a bad place. And I don't, I mean, it, it just felt like everything was all the jokes, even though they were like plenty of off colored and 
terrible jokes. It's still like it worked because we're all it come from a place of love. Yes. And I think it was great that Jody B kind of set the stage for it in terms of once he said that first joke, that first one that really hit <laughs> and, and I laughed. Yeah. It kind of broke the ice. We're like, okay, it's okay to laugh at this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Jason, you were out there on a limb, man. You had some good solid lines in there and there was, oh, damn it. I was, there was one that had me dying to laugh. I think it was uh, Delvin doesn't get coronavirus. He gets AIDS. Yeah, Delvin yeah, doesn't get coronavirus. He gets, he gets AIDS. Thanks for the assist on that because I don't think I said that. I think no, that all you, came out of your mind, Jason. You did not. I just I wrote the maybe joke. Maybe I did. I wrote. I think you and I maybe were talking. I mean, it was somewhat based in in fact. Like it had we'd sort of had a conversation about like what might happen if Delvin was still ill or something like that. And but then I had yeah. to write. I had to write it in such a way that it was like, you know, I, the the thrust of the joke is that like uh, Italy and France is full of coronavirus. Like who? I actually know. Like one of the ladies at my work uh, just got back from Italy like literally like a month ago, got back from Italy and had to quarantine. They didn't have any symptoms or anything, didn't even take a test, but they just, they had to quarantine for two weeks because they thought they might have the coronavirus because they were over in Italy. But guess what? Caucasians. I know it's a surprise. They're Caucasian. That whole family that went to Italy and took their two-year-old daughter to Italy were Caucasian. Yeah. But (laughs) that was kind of, so that was what was in my head when I was like writing that joke. Oh, white people go fucking take a vacation in February to fucking Italy. Like who the fuck does that? So of course, you know, black people get AIDS. That was the thrust of the joke. So I had to write it in such a way that I was conversing with someone about that who could remind me. But uh, yeah. You you had two that were really solid that were that. Like right after somebody finished up the little, the the tag to their set, you had that one, and then you had uh, sorry, more Delvin's black friends couldn't be here tonight because of you know jail. Jail. Yeah. <laughs> that was that another was, real that funny. Was a good fucking joke. I'm not bailing those assholes out. Uh, it, that one seemed like low hanging fruit. That one just seemed like I don't. Should I even make yeah. this joke? It seems obvious. The delivery was good. Well, that's the thing is you didn't lead with that, so you kind of you hit it. Everybody knew somebody was going to get it in. I think that was the funny part is when we had so many people in that original roast for you. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying you're not an interesting, extravagant person, but when it's coming to trying to take shots, like there's really only like four big things that that many people knew about you at that time. So there was a lot of overlap for all yeah. those jokes. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean, one thing I will admit is, you know, Adam asked me about you because yeah. we were talking. That's why I got the poem <laughs> because he even said, he said, these go a lot better when you can actually get dirt on people yeah. instead of just guessing. Yeah. So all that other shit was freestyle. That was pretty good, in my opinion, for the other guys. And uh, so we're talking back and forth and notice he used the same joke I did. Basically, he just reworded it and had a different punchline, but it also bookended the whole fucking show. So that's the point is I think we both kind of had that same setup joke. And then we also both had like a wicked pun, like, you know, and so I think that was really cool. It was like it started one way and it ended with it. And then you were like the cherry on top with starting with your long shit and then going into completely forgetting that Delvin was even supposed to be <laughs> fucking a part of it. That was hilarious. I'm telling everybody that was intentional, by the way. It was so fucking good, man. Wow. I, I laughed so hard, like listening back the first time because I listened to it the next day. Like I threw it back in there and it just that moment when you're like, because you're dead serious. You're like, all right, guys, well, uh, 
I guess we're done here. Uh, uh, you guys want to cut it? Put some music in there? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's let's wrap it up. I got a bedtime, you know. Two, three. Is Delvin gonna talk? Dude. Oh yeah, fucking oh, yeah. Delvin. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is it, is he yeah. here? He's here tonight, isn't he? I uh, I, I had a list like. Delvin, you gave me a list of the roasters. Like you kind of gave the order. Like you were like first Jody, then blah, then blah. And then I so I wrote that down. Yeah. Like I just typed it in and then I arranged my jokes. Like, okay, I want to say this after Jody goes, or I want to say this after the bad bitches go, or this is what I want to say to introduce Adam Nutter or whatever. And of course, like you didn't include yourself in the list you gave me. That was for me to do, but my brain wasn't working. So I just I transcribed the list that you gave me. And when I got to the end of the list, I was yeah. like, I guess we're fucking done. Let's go. Let's fucking smoke hey, them if you got them. Let's go. We we don't make mistakes. We just make happy accidents, Jason. Yeah. Because um, truth be told, I had a set written out, but I was so sick. I was like, I, I would not be able to say this and be funny at all. I was wow. really sick. You don't still have it, do you? I got to find it. Ooh. I, 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 if I find it, I mean, this is the roast wrap-up show. It would be roast. really cool if somehow you happened to know where your set was that you yeah. had. That would be so, some I gotta find content. it. If I find it, I'll read it off on Twitter or some shit like that. Uh, that would be some excellent content for my show. <laughs> I'll have to look for it now. So, I gotta look for it if we can get you it back. Go, you go look for it right now, you motherfucker. So, <laughs> how many places could it be? You ain't been yeah. nowhere in two weeks. What do you That's think? The it's problem. Shit's everywhere now. You I actually you wrote yeah, it on a piece of paper instead of your computer. Yeah, well, I write my shit on a piece of paper. I hate writing on the computer. I'm not. I'm a huge, not a good typer. I like all. um. I like having like if I've got a list for the grocery, I I will write it on a three by five index card, and I'll I'll like put that way I can like put it in whatever pocket or even put it in my wallet. So like I've got my grocery list. But basically, if I'm going to be doing a roast in front of my computer with all of you people, then I'm probably going to have the notes on the computer just because it's going to be in front of me. I want to be on your side for this one, but you know, Fuck I you write both. stuff down too, so it's right in front of me. Fuck you both. Uh, so <laughs> I know it was a joke. It's on my phone too, but I'm saying like it was also here to yeah. where I could look at it or on another illegal pad paper that I threw yeah. away. So yeah. one other thing that's really good about having it on the computer is that like if I type it all into Microsoft Word, I can hit the little plus button to make it bigger. So, like, the text mm -hmm. can be nice. and Because, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed on the stream, it's kind of dark in here. I keep the lights bit. down. Everyone's sleeping, so I keep the lights down. Also, um, this place is kind of a quarantine mess right now. So, I don't want people seeing how fucking messy my shit is. So, I, I keep the lights off. Like, Jody, you got a nice background. I like how the wall is blue. Everything is nice. But, um, you know, it's not really that interesting. It's just some curtains that help with the the noise and stuff like that it's not really very fascinating but i know we joked oh. about not none of your, your your black friends were all in prison and or and, and they couldn't be there for the roast but i was going to ask particularly jody but but delvin also you i was going to ask if you thought maybe we had that more comfortable rapport because there weren't any i mean delvin was the only black person there so i feel like at I least Speaking for myself, I would have been kind of nervous saying some of the things I said, knowing that there were other black folk that I didn't know that maybe Delvin knew that were were there listening. I would I would have felt more on the hot seat. I would have felt more inhibited. What about you? I don't think you would have, Jody. But no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about that. That uh, the conversations me and Jody had about the roast mm. were awesome. Like, yeah, there was a lot. 
lot to cover in, in a in a very short amount of time, Delvin. And I'm sorry, I get almost OCD about things, and oh, I appreciate you playing with me and making sure that everything was cool because I have a weird process sometimes, and I'm not who the fuck am I? Some dipshit on the internet, but there definitely is a little method to that madness. And it's thank you for being cool and letting me try to uh, <laughs> to work some of this shit out. <laughs> yeah, you, you did a great job of kind of like, hey, if I say this. Yeah. It's okay. It's like it might be okay to me. <laughs> yeah. But if anybody else hears this, that's, it may not be okay to them. That's kind of the 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 thought I always have when when some dude is like, "Oh, it's okay. My friend gave me an N-word pass." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. well, he might be okay with it." But you know, there's like several million other people that might yeah, be yeah deeply offended and they they don't grant you the same pass i don't think it's universal like i could i look i made delvin last year late last year i think it was november i made delvin an honorary caucasian just like uh robin williams has an honorary doctorate he didn't fucking study or write a thesis or defend his thesis in front of a committee or anything like that but he still got an honorary doctorate from like brown or some shit like that you know Uh, like yeah, every, there's plenty of people who haven't even cracked a fucking book, who barely made it through high school, who have honorary doctorates, and I feel like if colleges can bestow honorary doctorates upon people because they deem them worthy, then I can obviously bestow honorary Caucasianness upon uh, friends of mine who might benefit from honorary Caucasianness. And now all he has to do is tell the officer that pulls him over, "It's okay, officer. I'm an honorary Caucasian. It's okay. You can let me off with a warning." Yeah, you can don't don't take your gun out. You don't need that. Put that away. I'm an honorary Caucasian, so um, I don't know where I was going with that. I just fucking my brain just <laughs> okay, buddy. I feel like I just no. Uh, the, the the truth <laughs> is, is you may get a card from your friend, just like you might get a gift card to Taco Bell from your friend. But note, you cannot use a Taco Bell gift card at a McDonald's. That's not how that works. You see? Yeah. So I it's think not. A, it's <laughs> you got to be very careful. About yeah. where you use your card. I think where I was going with that is that you can, you can talk to Delvin and you can say, "Hey, you know, I was let me float this joke past you and yeah. kind of get his feedback because it's his roast. Ultimately, it's his house, it's his RSS feed, but it's not just his ears. Like other ears are going to hear what you say, and then it's up to yeah. them to decide whether or not they uh, feel like you are uh, being funny and you're cool or you're a bigoted shitlord. So. I, that's why it felt like a little bit like rolling the dice. Cause it's like, oh, I'm going to have some jokes and they're not going to be, you know, like I'm kind of towing a line a little bit with some of these jokes. Like one of my whole jokes is like, here's a list of N words. You can call your black friends that aren't the N word. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm kind of spending a long time, like dancing around this word. You're not supposed to say, but, um, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it was all right. But it, there was a little bit of that moment where I was like, I don't know how this is going to be laugh. Like I found that hilarious. What if Delvin's mom listens to this? I don't. I don't want to upset. She might. She might have. Yeah, she I don't, might have. Or might will. Hey, you tell her I said listen to it. Yeah, but also, Please. also tell her. I really would like her opinion. I would like yeah. to know what your mama has to say about the things I said about you. That would make me very happy to know. You could even record it for me. Send it to her. This is what. Listen, we did a roast for your birthday. For my birthday, which is the same day, yes. I want you to send your mom the roast, and I want to hear you talk to her about it. That's that's my birthday. Let's see nice. if we can make that happen, Delvin. I'm gonna see what she says. You know, she's just gonna be like, "My boy doesn't have AIDS." Tell that man with the long hair and the beard. 
My boy Delvin would never do that to his penis. If I can get your mom to approve it, I don't care what anybody else says about it. (laughs) Delvin's mom approves. That roast is good. That roast Look, is that's, good. That's the biggest point is at the end of the day, man, the, the, the conversations we were having. Look, it's funny because apparently I told everybody else, I guess I was going to parade into town and drop an N-bomb. So that was fun. Or maybe that was an assumption. I don't know. Because I basically did. I got a pass, kind of, because yeah. one of the jokes. Look, there were supposed to be two roasts. This is how the whole thing started, too. And this is part of the conversation that he's talking about. Like, we're back and forth. Hey, man, will you do it? No, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't want to talk shit about these people. I don't know them. Persistent, persistent. And then I was like, all right, fine, let's do this. And so then he tells me, he says, hey, man, you know, you you do whatever you like. No holds barred. And I go, Delvin, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Like, where to begin with this? <laughs> I said, so what I need to know is, like, parameters. Like, your show is relatively PG. So I know when I was on, we tried to, you know, go full full contact. I said, but that's the thing, man. Like, this is your thing. And I don't want to be disrespectful in any sense. Yeah. And he said, okay, maybe we do two roasts. And I said, I like that idea. You know, we do one that's more for, like, PG-13 and then we do one that's, you know, X-rated. And I go, I want to be on the X-rated one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll fucking open the X-rated one. Just let me do that one. <laughs> yeah, and the whole idea was do two roasts because there are people that I'm cool with that love me to death that are very sensitive. <laughs> like, I literally do a podcast with a transgender. Mm. So I'm quite sure... That opened yeah. up a whole can of worms if I'm like, hey, come hop on this roast. That one might have got a little dicey. Honestly, like, yeah. what, what, Jody, what's your approach when, let's say, we did have a transgender roaster that was on the docket that night? I mean, yeah. like, where do you go with that? Do you, do you ignore that? Go right. Respect, listen. Or Jason. do you just dive right in head first into there? You go right for them. You got it. You have to go right for the throat. Otherwise, you're a pussy. It's, it's disrespectful. It's not about them at Honestly, that point. It's about the group. Like, if I'm going to go no holds barred with you, it doesn't matter if yeah. you're a woman. I said that one chick's pussy smelled like poutine. Yeah. I love poutine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I do too. That's pretty good. That's so good. That's a good joke. You want to talk it's about being supposed, 235 supposed, pounds? Po- yeah, but poutine is delicious, but pussy's not supposed to smell like that. No, anyway, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, if you don't go right at them, then you're being disrespectful. You know what I, I'm saying? Like you're just agree. as much a part of this as anybody else. Just like Bobby yeah. wasn't even there, and he still got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not gonna be as you know nicer to you than I would be anybody else. And if I'm literally telling Jason Almy right off the top, I hope you kill your whole family and then yourself. <laughs> guess where we're going from there? Yeah. Everybody's yep. gonna get it. <laughs> like. Yep. I like him the most, and I just said that about yeah. him. I have no idea what's going to happen next. <laughs> I have to, I have to agree with you. I, I feel like it is. A, it's like a matter of respect. It's almost like, you know, like they say, you're not supposed to punch down. You're only supposed to punch up. But when when you say, well, this whole class of person is off limits for jokes, and you're not supposed to punch down, then if both of those things are true, then it's like, well, okay, this this person because of their intersectional status, their socio, their sociological status, the intersectionality of like, well, they're, 
a black and a female, or they're um, they're gay and a female, or they're transvestite or uh, transsexual. What is it now? Transgender. Transsexual. Yes, transgender. I think uh, abomination is the word, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, freaking weirdo. Um, but yeah. like, if you don't, if you if you're saying, well, don't don't punch down, and also don't make fun of this person. If they're both simultaneously true. Then the by by transitively, what you're saying is that this person is down here. It's like fighting a child. You're not supposed to hit your wife, not because she can't fucking take it or she wasn't fucking asking for it, but yeah. because she's fifty pounds less than you. Like right, that's why people don't like when men f- hit women. It's because women don't have as much muscle mass as your average dude. They can't fucking defend themselves yeah. as well. A dude versus a dude, no one's going to feel bad. If you walk up to Delvin and you call Delvin the N-word and he kicks your ass or you jip him out of a PlayStation 2 or something like that and he chases you with a fucking metal baseball bat, then it's like whatever. You fucking earned it. But if he was chasing a, a, a small Puerto Rican woman with his with a baseball bat, like then obviously people don't look at that so kindly. Wow, it depends. If the Puerto Rican with midget with the baseball bat started some shit with Delvin, then that's on the Puerto Rican midget. Now, if Delvin was just walking down the street and saw a Puerto Rican midget and just started wailing on his ass, like that'd be a totally different thing. (laughs) So that's the way I look at it. With the roast, you had an invitation. You had a month to get out of it. And you guys can attest to this. It's the same thing I did in the first roast. And I think that's why nobody got offended at my jokes in the the roast for Jason. It's because as soon as I go into roast mode, I'm blowing, I'm fucking big timing right now, guys. So let me just go for a second. When I get into roast mode and I really want to start talking shit, I'll start doing it all the time. Like it's, I have to literally get angry. I'm not an angry person, Mm -hmm. but in order for me to do what I need to do, I, I start listening to angry music. I read shit on Twitter that makes me mad. Like just to get fired up enough. And then I might read some stupid fucking post that you put up and I go, okay. (laughs) And then I'll write a joke, you know, like it's, I don't like doing that, but it's part of the process. So I, uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's a love hate thing because unfortunately I think I'm pretty good at talking shit, but I don't like to do it because people do get their feelings hurt sometimes. I mean, you know, pussies get their feelings hurt. Uh, You, you made a very good point. If you, if you get invited to a roast and you decide to show up, I don't know. It's like you, you show up at an orgy and you get offended when someone grabs your ass. Like you, you that's know what it. This, yeah. It's yeah. you asked for, you came yeah. here, man. You, we didn't, you know what we didn't this ask is you about. To come. Yeah. We, we invited you. You could have said, no, that's not my thing. I don't really like doing that. And that's fine. No one would molest you, but you show up to a roast. It's like, dude, you're here. What are, what are we going to do? We're going to, just going to ignore you. I mean, that almost seems like you said, it's less respectful. You might as well just be like, Hey, guess what? I know you're a tranny, but I'm coming after you. I don't give a fuck like protected class. You're here and I got to dig in on whatever it is that makes you special. I can't just like make fun of your haircut. You know, I gotta, we have to, I have to go get a fucking kielbasa out of my, out of my fucking refrigerator and be like, Hey, I found so-and-so's dick, you know? (laughs) Hey, the sad truth is Jennifer's got a bigger dick than all three of the people up here right now. <laughs> Ta-da. Something like that. Hey, uh, Delvin just put a, a joke into my head and didn't even mean to. I need to know what you're drinking. Is that Fago or Fanta? Fanta. I, okay. I was looking at it. It's Fanta Shocking. Pina Colada, Shocking. Woo, which is new. God, I'm so glad it wasn't a Fago because that joke – 
you literally held the bottle up and I saw Fago and the joke <laughs> rolled into the chamber and I was like, stop it. <laughs> I don't think I, I can't tell you the last time I see the Fago down in there. I think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's some the insane punch. clown posse shit though, right? Yeah. The punchline is a uh, gigolo, by the way. Yeah, because that's like their their thing. Their thing. Yes. You would make a good juggalo. You should try that out, Telvin. I used to like them when they used to, I think they used to wrestle at WCW. Yeah, I fucking love ICP. I don't think I've heard them. I thought that was so like uh, kind of a Caucasian oh, thing. Man. I mean, I guess. I would I would go to a. Um, Absolutely. A I would go. You should go to the gathering. That would be the best. I it's basically go. like going to a big roast, you know, like that's the thing is like you said, you know what you're there for. So don't get weird when shit gets weird. That's that's what's up. Like that is a free society. A lot of white people, but I'm sure there's a bunch of other folks there just there to have a good time. Delvin shows up and says, "Don't worry, Jason Almy made me an honorary Caucasian, guys. I'm here for the ICP. <laughs> I got my card, guys. It's cool. It's okay. It's everything's okay, guys. I, I should get a card made. <laughs> I should make honorary you. Caucasian. I need to. I need to go into graphic design mode and make like my honor, honorary Caucasian certificate that I can just mail people. You have been. Made you should have that on a T-shirt. That's the funniest goddamn thing I think I've heard all day. Just you walking down the street with honorary Caucasian <laughs> across your fucking chest. Dude, yes, and I could. I could only. I could put that up on my like on my website or whatever, and like only for sale to African Americans, right? Yeah, we should. Sell. We should make that part That's of. That's a good business. idea. Everybody, every black person you know gets an honorary Caucasian T-shirt. Why am I saying Caucasian? That's not the word. Get marketed as hey, you don't want you don't want to get harassed by police. Just wear this honorary officer. Officer, look, I'm an honorary Caucasian. It's okay, officer. I'm an honorary. Yeah, you gotta put it. You gotta put it on the back too, so you don't get shot. Yeah, definitely. It's okay, officer. I'm an honorary Caucasian. Caucasian. God damn it, Jones. You should have seen him from the front. <laughs> he was an honorary Caucasian. Now you're shooting white people. Uh, you can't kill a old. Well, that's her, that, that shirt says he's an honorary Caucasian, so that must be his bike. It's okay. Let him go. <laughs> Let him go. He's, he's nothing to see here. He's just a law-abiding citizen. Yeah. Just pedaling his way down the street with a television under his arms. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure he's just helping his brother move. Just doing white people shit. Yeah, he's just, I'm sure he's helping his dad move. Hi, dad. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Now we've gone and offended my three black listeners, guys. Thank you very much for that. Well, That's I'm cool. one of them, so. <laughs> so the other two are very pissed. Oops. Yeah. I like that um, I'm encouraging people to now leave. Delvin, you you actually did this most recently. I'm encouraging everybody to leave Shit Happens When You Party Naked, a five-star review, and also include in the body of the text the Wolf Blitzer quote, <laughs> they are so poor and they are so black. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it explains nothing about the podcast, but it also says everything you need to know about the podcast. It's, it's silliness and it's... They're so poor and so black. I've heard that before. What is that from? It's Wolf, it's Wolf Blitzer. Blitzer. Yeah, he was like on CNN covering uh, Hurricane Katrina. In fact, hang on a second, Jody. I will I will educate you if you will give me just one more moment. Uh, where the fudge is it? Uh, right here. So many of these people, almost all of them, are so poor and they are so black. And that's that's Wolf Blitzer. God damn. Describing the. <laughs> 
Yeah, so hey. that's that's it. And Captain Captain Obvious Blitzer. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I would like to encourage anybody listening to this, if you have not yet, please rate and review our podcast. Leave me five stars and don't write anything else in the comment. Just they're so poor and so black. I want to see how many of those we can pile up before Apple's like, hmm, Wait, I don't know. Yeah. Before Apple's like, fishy. I think maybe we should take this podcast down. Hold on, council gonna get suspended. We need to we need to ban these motherfuckers. You wanna you wanna hear a crazy short story about Hurricane Katrina? Absolutely. I was in a coma for it. Oh what? Was it because you were shot in the face? It's it was pertaining to getting shot in the face. It was actually my last surgery. It was in August of two thousand and five. Sounds when I graduated. Yeah, yeah. So I went in. Now, this is so crazy, right? I was my final surgery to get my my jaw reconstruction to get a bone graft and all that good shit. Mm. It was on like a Monday or Tuesday. I don't remember. It was one of the early days, very early in the morning. I got up, was watching TV because you can't have anything to drink. You know, I'm just like anger watching the fucking TV. And I remember them. They were talking about Tropical Storm Katrina and how it was going to pick up, you know, some shit. Long story short something went a little screwy with my operation and they sedated me for a week. So when I woke up a week later, mm. you know, it was crazy. That was a whole other story. I think yeah. I've told, I might've told it on your show. Anyway, I think you probably did. That's that. But then later that evening, after I realized I'd been asleep for a week, I saw on the TV, it was like hurricane Katrina fucked up yeah. all of Louisiana and Mississippi and shit. And I'm like, you just oh, wake up. Crazy. You just wake up to Kanye West, like George W. Bush doesn't care about black people, and you're just like, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what happened. To be honest with you, like I'm just looking at the after after party, yeah, and I'm like, damn, talking. I didn't get to see none of that shit when it was happening. Like none of the coverage, none of the any of it. It, it makes me. It actually makes me kind of laugh thinking back on on that. Like, wow, they they used to think that George W. Bush didn't care about black people. I, I bet Donald Trump was like, hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> not to show them this. a thing or two. We're gonna we're gonna rope the Mexicans in on this too, and we're gonna get them pissed as well. Have you guys Anarchy. seen? Have you guys seen some of the? I, I was I was sent a screenshot today. Some amusing tweets, um, all from how to how to put this. Uh, Our the, commander in chief. No, but they were regarding oh. they were regarding him. I'm trying to put this delicately they came from a certain socioeconomic strata that would appreciate the twelve hundred dollar uh stimulus check as those have been landing there have been some i think they call it black twitter i believe they call it black twitter i think it's called fantastic yes i think it's called black twitter so it was actually a, a variety of tweets just kind of lined up about uh the various um contributors to said black twitter were expressing their uh, gratitude and appreciation for Donald Trump. In fact, one of the guys said, I'm ready to um, confer upon Donald Trump the uh, prestigious honor of being the first black president because he gave me money. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Oh my God. That's, I mean, that's that a good amazing. start, right? Yeah, All, most of my black friends, if I gave them money, and look, I love my black friends. I got plenty of them. If I gave them some money, they'd probably be even cooler with me. They'd be like, damn, dude, thank you. Well, I <laughs> mean, look, 
There's something about but, getting a birthday card with five dollars in it that makes you fond of grandma, you know? Yeah, twelve hundred bucks, twelve hundred bones from a dude I've never met. Now, if we end up having to pay it back, I'm gonna be a little pissed off because that's also a thing when you fucking borrow money or somebody borrows money from you and then you fucking have to turn around and borrow right back. It's like, why did you even give me the money in the first place, dick? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, we're gonna have to pay it back. I know. It's coming from somewhere. But I just I did yeah. think it was kind of funny that that um you know like uh people were sort of like, hey, this guy's an asshole for three yeah. years, and then like, wait a minute, it's twelve hundred dollar check yeah. just cleared with Donald Trump's signature on it. That guy's all right. You're oh. a bunch of whores. He gave you the money and now you're a bunch of whores. You're gonna hate him in like three weeks when you ain't got no money left. It'll take three weeks. It'll take till tomorrow. It's true. It's it's really fast. Like traffic got bad for one day and that shit stopped. And I'm like, well, that was fun. <laughs> Everybody went out and bought guns. Yeah, I had a couple of I, I had a couple of buddies on. Uh, in fact, Randall was one of them on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Where we talked about that a little bit. And Randall said that he kind of feels like there's some fuckery going on with that check, and that you know if you cash that check, you're maybe agreeing to some fine print that you may not be aware of. And I said, so what are you going to do? Gonna, yeah, I don't think, maybe not that, but you, you it's can't. not fine print. It's give me my fucking money back. That's yeah. pretty cut and dry, man. It's a loan. Well, <laughs> he, come out your, your Taxes. He thought it might be like a payout, like a you know, like a class action lawsuit gets settled, and everybody that bought an iPod in two thousand three gets like ninety two dollars or something like that. So you know, he was kind of thinking about it from those lines, like, well, if I send everybody a twelve hundred dollar check and they cash it, then they can't sue me when they get some like uh, COPD, chronic obstructive bronchial disease from fucking coronavirus. Because hey, you cash the check, so you know, you kind of yeah. agreed to the terms of the settlement. And um, I said, "So what are you gonna do? Tear it up?" He's like, "Fuck no! I'm gonna go buy. I'm gonna go buy ammunition. I'm gonna go buy some fucking bullets." I, I'm just right. saying, like, you made a point. Do you think he might have tried to buy the black vote? Honestly, we'll cut it, we'll cut it right down the line because I don't. I don't think black people are gonna vote for Joe Biden, man. Dude, I know that. I know a lot of black folks are Democrats, especially down here in my neck of the woods, and mm -hmm. it's instinctual. Like they don't give a shit who it is. It's just I'm a Democrat. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna vote for Joe Biden. I, I think. Older ones will, yeah, maybe because yeah. they're like, oh, that's Obama's friend. They're not, right, right. The, they're not paying attention to the politics. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That might be the only goddamn thing he's got going for him, Delvin. Yeah, oh, he's got, he's got the Obama endorsement for sure. Oh, that's Obama's friend. That's his yeah. white friend. Yeah, it's it's wild to think that how how race has played a part in that in terms of like, hey, that's my that's my black foot over there. Please well, vote for me. I guess it's sort of like if you heard one of the jokes that either Jody or I made during the roast and you were black, you might be like, that motherfucker. Like, you'd be like, about to kick my ass. And then Delvin says, no, no, no. He's cool. It was just a joke. He's cool. And he'd be like, you know, he'd kind of like let go of my shirt and be like, all right, in that case, you're cool. All right. But oh, don't let it happen again. Don't bro. let it happen again. Yeah. So it might be that kind of thing where it's like, Joe Biden's going to be that guy. Joe just Biden's going to be that guy. Like, no, 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 no. He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, I'll vote for this cracker then. They better hope they cancel the fucking debates. Dude, if that's the case. That's going to be because he is, he is going to get I think slaughtered. He can win if he's smart about it. I, yeah. yeah he's, they, they've, I they, think he they're going to have to. People like a lot, like a pandering black, either a black woman. 
Oh, white woman that people really like. Yeah, he said he was gonna he was gonna um, tap a woman for the VP, I believe. And I was talking to Adam Nutter a week ago on last week's episode, and um, he was saying that he kind of thought because we had a similar conversation where I thought I expressed my doubts for for Biden. I mean, he's just he's not all there, like in the head. Yeah, and so I'm I'm very doubtful that he's really like in good shape. Like I'd much rather see somebody who's a little younger, a little sharper, get that that nod to go up against Trump, but I don't think he can do it. And Adam said, well, maybe it's about getting the VP in. I'm like, but if you got a Trojan horse and you're trying to get this, this VP into position that they can become president, you got to get the first guy elected first. And he's not making any no, no, sense. No. Look, here's, here's how this works. If that's the case, and I'm going to say this, don't think I'm crazy. If that's the case, his vice president is going to have to be an Obama. I get what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Because he might be, you know, associative in that sense. Like the, he was with Barack and shit, but there's nobody else that they're going to slide in there that is going to be able to get that solid fucking following yeah. unless it's somebody that they've seen before. And I don't know if Barack can run for vice president since he's already he been did. president. I think. But Maybe Michelle, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't know what her political shit is, but I'm saying like that might be the only way he wins that. Yeah. And I'm just throwing it out there. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, I think for Biden, he's got to stick to his promise to to get a woman uh, to to have a woman VP. So it would have to be Michelle, right? But she's not even running or anything. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know how that works. But I'm just saying like that would be about the, the miracle shot. The Hail Mary would be Biden, Obama, 2020. <laughs> I think the, the way I can see him winning, if that doesn't happen, is this country would have to have a huge recession. Yeah. I mean, to the point where people are like, fuck Trump, get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, It, is, it doesn't even necessarily have to be his fault. But once white people start losing money, that's when they like, hold up. No, 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 no. You got to get the fuck out of here. We don't care. See, I get that. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, it's proven before. Like when presidential shit comes along during a crisis, people tend to stick with what they already have because changing and starting, it's just like firing an employee. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a guy that's trained to do a job. Mm -hmm. Would you rather, you know, fire the fucking guy and hire somebody from scratch? Or do you want somebody that's got some experience who's already been doing it for four years? Uh, It depends on how bad he's fucking the job up though. That's that's also very true. (laughs) I mean, if he fucks the job up really bad, then you're just like, we got to, we got to fire you just out of principle. Like that very well. They fucking tried. It didn't work. And that's the thing, too, is it sucks because, dude, this next election is going to be fucking crazy. Yes. Like, between the the the, the COVID-19 making it to where you can't be in a crowd of people. And I never mm-hmm. even talk politics. Fuck y'all for making me do this. Twitter's got me wound up today. Between being able to, how are they going to have rallies and fucking all that Did shit? You see, this I is not going to be over. I've got what the state it was. But they made their people go out doing the virus to vote. Mm, I didn't see that one. I tell you what, did you see that that Trump fucking declared Michigan like to uprise against their government? And, yeah, I like, that. That dog, there's like 400 motherfuckers on that governor's front porch right now because the governor was like, nah, we're not going to do that shit. And Trump was like, resist, liberate, liberate uh, Detroit, Michigan, liberate shit. So all these assholes got in their cars and drove over to the governor's house. And there's like... And like a small concert of people's worth 
standing in front of their shit, chanting with signs, and it's like insane clown posse (laughs) having a concert on the governor's porch. This fucking guy is not fucking around, man. Like he's he's king troll. I will say that there will never be another Twitter troll president like Donald Trump. I hope not. He does fucked up shit, but sometimes he's funny. Dude, I mean it's 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 funny (laughs) in the like if you like watching the world burn, if you got and I think look. We're, we're the kind of Makes guys, yeah. we, we laugh at a roast. When we're getting roasted, like, dude, that was, that was shit was fun. Like, the, the meanest shit people said was the best shit people said about me during that roast. I'm the kind of guy who loves that because that's how I've always, I got two younger brothers, and then I got all these dude college roommates. We've been, I've been savage to my best friends for my whole life. We've been savage to each other. So it's like, if you're into that kind of thing, you you kind of like that. You get this weird, it's like, it's like you like you want to get choked and hit and beat and like faux raped and stuff like that. It's like I want to get like fucked up a little bit. And it, if you like that kind of thing, he appeals to people who enjoy that kind of like trolling and he's going to fuck with people and he's going to say inappropriate shit because you're just like, that shit's funny, you know? He's a New Yorker first, guys. Let's not forget that. Before anything else, he's a New Yorker. <laughs> I found it, by the way. It was in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. okay. Yeah, he was trying to postpone the primary, the voting voting primary, and they're like, nope. Either you go out there and vote with the mask on, or your ass not voting. Damn. It's going gonna, it's gonna to affect this election a lot. So I either think that it's going to be like interactive Zoom meeting fucking debates and shit, yeah. to where you're going to have the most interactive debate season ever, where they're going to come up with something crazy. Like, I don't know if we're going to vote online. Like, obviously, I hope everything's calmed down by then, but you don't know. We have no idea what's going on right now. Like, it it could be literally the next four or five months. And let's say it is. That's August, bitch. Mm. You think they're going to run a whole campaign in two months? Yeah. They're going to have to do something before then. I mean, I think... I think that it's it's likely that the virus is probably going to hang around. Depending on how quickly we open things up, there may be even a kind of virulent second wave, which would be yeah. uh, that would be bad for us. But um, well, I well, think overall, yeah. I think just based on the whole twenty four hour news cycle thing, like they've been really, they're going to ring coronavirus dry at some point, and it's just not going to be so that interesting. It, Jason. I'm so tired I'm of it. So so, I'm fucking so tired it on of it. there and yeah. trying to look. We were talking about things that pissed me off earlier on Twitter. Yeah. That was one of them. That's where the whole fucking thing started. Tell me, tell was me. There was an article. Uh, fuck, where was the hospital? Somewhere in New York, maybe. I don't know. Um, so it was a picture of dead bodies, Ooh. right? stacked up in what I assume is like in a hospital where like the doctors, the on-call doctors would sleep where they had the bunk beds and like those little quarters. It was two bunk beds stacked up with bodies and a couple on the floor. That was one picture. And the other one was a picture of like almost like a half-ass hotel room, you know, like kitchenette and then like a reclining chair and then a double twin size bed, you know? Yeah. So with bodies on the bed, and then a body sitting in the recliner chair. Damn, son. And so it was apparently leaked photographs from a hospital, I think somewhere in New York, you know? And it pissed me off because, look, guys, I understand that people are dying. I really fucking do. I don't, I am not a heartless person, but I also understand that a lot of people die every single day. Yeah. They really do from lots of different reasons. I understand that this disease has the potential 
to do much harm to to our population. But the fact of the matter is, at this point, it hasn't. It's done a lot. You know, uh, 100,000 people, 140,000 people at this point, I think. That's a lot of people. That's a bunch of amphitheaters. That's a Woodstock. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's that's a lot. There's 8 billion people in this world. Yeah. I think it's crazy that these news outlets are stirring people up with shit like this because, look, maybe there are a lot of people dying, but I can tell you, I'm not a doctor. Excuse me. I don't know for a fact. But what Get I off can, my podcast. I, I, I've been in a lot of fucking hospitals, and my assumption is that a person who has recently died from coronavirus is probably considered a biohazard, correct? Correct. They're, they're sanctioning off whole goddamn sections of hospitals to keep people that are sick away and vice versa. So why in the world would you put bodies in a bunk bed in a place, you know, somewhere in where the fucking doctors sleep that can't be sanitary? I've mm-hmm. never heard of that in a hospital. Even if your morgue is full, New York, Brooklyn, they went and got a refrigerator truck. Yeah. Like you can't just throw bodies in a room and leave them there. That's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? And the one that really pissed me off was the second picture, a bed with two bodies on it side by side, and then a recliner with a dead body sitting up in it. There's no way you would put a body in a recliner. That's the no. dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. What, are you going to put a pipe in his hand and put his slippers on and like the, the newspaper <laughs> on his knee? Gravity would be your worst enemy in that. Rigor mortis. You ever heard of it where bodies get real stiff and they fall over? Why the fuck would you put a body in a chair? And that's when I called bullshit on it. I was like, I'm done. This is this is shit. But all the comments, man, these people. Now, maybe they're not real people. Maybe they're just Twitter people. But the fact of the matter is something type that shit. And I really hope it's not people. Because motherfuckers, you know, are losing their minds over shit like this right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like... You are inciting riots and you have no idea like the kind of stress that people are under right now and the possibilities that they have if you yeah. push them to the point that they think there's their hopelessness, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it, the, the idea is to like whip up emotions and emotional response. It gets clicks. It gets people uh, sharing a news article. And when your business is selling ads on um, an online news article – I mean, you, you want as many clicks as you can. So if you could fire people up, that's the whole reason why we have all of this media that's that's supposed to like get you pissed off and get you upset and fire you up or make you afraid because then you wind up sharing it to your Facebook and a hundred other assholes that you're friends with click the thing. And, and so it makes more money for the news outlet, I think, by being a little bit drumming up the sensationalism. And that's me putting it kindly. Yeah, it's those fear tactics that they kind of just bring in media. Media is full of that in terms of they kind of sensationalize everything that goes on and it could be a minor car crash, but it's a disaster yeah. or something like that. I feel like I have to have these conversations with my grandmother because she hears these stories yeah. and she starts panicking like it's the end of the world yeah. and starts going crazy. I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to put things in perspective. Like, I think down here, only 700 people died. I said, yeah, I think about how many people are in South Florida alone. Yeah. yeah. And they said, like, I think they said, like, a few thousand have it, and only 700 died. I'm like, nine times out of ten, if you get it, you're going to survive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be aware of that. And I have to tell people that, like, you have to be aware that most people who are getting this are surviving. 
Yeah, 97. But the whole point is you have to just be aware of that and to just not get it so you don't spread it to somebody who may not survive. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's the worst part. Like, don't be an asshole. Wash your fucking hands and cover your mouth, you know, yeah, because yeah. It, it could be somebody else's nana that gets sick. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want that on me. Look, I'll, I'll get on a roast and I'll make racially insensitive jokes, but I don't want to get somebody's grandma sick and pass away i don't want that on my conscience i would legitimately even if it was a stranger i would feel bad like i fucking killed this old lady i don't want to do that yeah if i'm gonna kill an old lady i want to use my fucking hands why would i want to do it with a use my fucking that's gay. what are you talking about hands that's what's up too by hands you mean <laughs> cock then yeah fuck yeah we need to find some old lady to tag team. Hey, Delvin, let me know what your mom thinks about the roast. She might be interested. You know what <laughs> Jesus. Holla. I'm going to go visit my mom. Tell me, my mom doesn't look old, so that, that wouldn't work. My mom looks like she's 40. There that helps. Go. That does help. Uh, Blue Chew, everybody. If you're going <laughs> to... If you my mom. if you are gonna <laughs> fuck Delvin's mom, I tell you what you're gonna need, and you are gonna need some prescription Cialis or Viagra medications. Please hit our link, go to bluechew.com, get yourself <laughs> some of that before getting yourself some of that. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna fucking old hey, lady, yeah. that's what you gotta do. I forgot what I was gonna say, but I was gonna make a good fucking point, and I, it, it's gone now. It's gone. Shit. You lost it, kid. Lost it. It's so, yeah. As soon as we the stopped, internet, man. That's yeah. I'm so sick of people bitching and complaining. Like that was, I saw this one guy who, uh, it's not even worth getting into much. It's just this guy who's an outward Republican. He's a bit of a troll. Uh, mm. Terrence K. Williams, you know this oh, guy? Yeah. He's a dipshit. He's, he's a dipshit. I get it. Uh, so he's a, a black Republican who is like Terrence? super Trump supporter. Terrence K. Williams? Terrence. Yes. Right? Wow. That's, that's him. Yeah, I am, I'm yeah. shocked that he's not a Caucasian with that name. Okay. Well, you probably would be confused if you just heard his audio and didn't see the video. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah man, he's a troll. Like, I don't know if he really believes all the shit he says, but it's the same way. There's a few uh, uh, other folks in that same genre, like black Republicans. What? Who are, who are the other ones, Delvin? I'm sure you know a couple. Um, What's, who's the chick? Colin Powell. Candace Owens. Candace Owens. There uh, you go. Yeah. Just these outwardly Republican folks. Anyway, he's he's a comedian too. So today, you know, he's posted this thread of like people are sending him death threats, I guess, for some shit that he said. Also, comedian is debatable. Mm. Well, he's not funny. <laughs> he may not be funny, but he performs as a stand-up comic. So that's why I got to give. Yeah, I, him think, I think that's the, the more admirable thing to say. He performs as a stand-up comic. He's not. I've never, I've never seen his stand-up, and that's one thing I had to do on my show, Steve McGrew. And it's funny he had two different uh, Twitter profiles. One was tr- Trucker Larry or some shit, mm-hmm. and he would be uh, Tucker the Trucker. That was it. Fucking stiff brim trucker hat wearing a uh, rebel flag t-shirt and he was like i'm gonna tell you all this other shit about all these liberals and their bullshit and then he would put on like a bob marley hat and some old john lennon glasses and he would be liberal larry and he would do that so it's funny to me that there are people out there who do that online like yeah. that and i think that's what he's doing because i've never seen him perform i haven't talked to him personally so i don't know but it was funny to me because this guy is known for being like a shithead. Like that's his thing. 
Well, now he's gotten death threats. So then he goes on there and makes a video, like basically pleading to Twitter, like, I'm black and I'm getting death threats and they call me the N word a bunch. And this is bullshit, Twitter. You would get rid of anybody else that did, you know, that kind of thing. And it, normally I would support him because I think sometimes he's funny. But I even said at that moment, I go, I don't like this. Like, yeah. this is what you make fun of people for doing. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. He's. In my book, he's a Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yeah, it, it got pretty bad. Like, and I even said that. I said, "You're out here gaslighting these people. You can't be mad when they start calling you the N word." They didn't say they were going to kill you. They said they hope you die. That's yeah. two different things, man. And even if they did say they they were going to kill you, they didn't kill Ari Shafir. I promise. There were more fucking black people mad at Ari Shafir in the span of seven days than that guy's ever going to get. <laughs> I'll give you a better one. They didn't kill George Zimmerman. If George Zimmerman is fucking walking around here living Jesus. and breathing, he'll yeah. be right. No yeah. shit. Why haven't they killed George Zimmerman? Listen, we need to talk. Like, you're down in the neighborhood. Why haven't you... Would you not be a martyr if you just walked up and shot him in his fucking face? Like, you not think you would gain the respect of every mm. black person oh, yeah. in the I United States? I can guarantee it. you where George Zimmerman is at right now, there's no black people. I was going to say, he's, he's got to be hiding up here in New Hampshire with me. There is no way. in Alaska. Yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> no way where there's black people at. He's got to be in like North Maine. He's like hanging out in Bangor right now. Like, yeah. Did you see, this is a while back, like, I think, I want to say a few months after the Trayvon Martin trial, he almost got fucking shot by some white guy in a road rage incident. Mm. That's pretty good. That yeah. white guy would have been a hero. Yeah. He'd been a national fucking treasure. That dude is a bona fide piece of shit. Like, yeah. say what you want. I don't, I'm pretty sure he murdered that kid, but at the same time, like, fuck, dude, he tried to sell the gun. Like, do you understand yeah. the kind of, like, yeah. brain you have to have in your head to know that you're a part of this very yeah. large, very uh, explosive, per se, like, situation? Yeah. You have to know that you cannot go online and try to sell the pistol that you shot Trayvon Martin with. What I'm saying is, your autograph skittles. Jesus Christ! When 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 I saw the when I saw that he was trying to auction off the gun, I immediately I I I just he's got some kind of problem. He's got like a drug or alcohol problem. He's yeah. There's no normal person. That smile. You see this. Yeah, this is the face I made when I saw that. No, I was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" I was like, "This is not. This is not a normal somebody that shoots somebody else, like in self defense or perceived self defense, or even out of some like racially bigoted motive. You fucking put your head down and you try not to draw any attention to yourself for the rest of your fucking life because you're that dude right now, and there's a, a target on you." To uh, like a large, large, like the majority of the population is like, well, fuck, at the very, very minimum, fuck this guy. But maybe even I might take a shot at him. But to sell the gun, to to get that kind of attention, he's either really desperately attention seeking or he's really got like some kind of drug habit, like a coke habit that he needs to make some money to to fix. When I saw that, I was like, normal people don't do that. I mean, normal people don't shoot black people. But even just, just wow. if your head is on right, if your brain is functioning properly, you don't fucking try to sell the gun that you used. Like it's ridiculous. It's uh, that was crazy. Yeah, 
I, I just presume drugs. I presume he's fucked up. I'm surprised the guy hasn't killed himself by now, actually. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, no one's, yeah. I mean, come on. No one's going to cry over that. That's going to make news. I'm a very understanding and peaceful person. But there are a couple people where I'm like, you're a piece of shit. You deserve death. Yeah. And he is yeah. one of them. Like, I wouldn't yeah. even wish that on our president. Yeah, whatever I don't happens. I don't president takes a thing like that, but I'm not going to wish that on him. Yeah. I don't think he deserves that. Yeah. George Zimmerman, fuck him. I don't care what happens to him. He can yeah. fucking die, have his balls cut off and put in his mouth. I would yeah. not care less. That's I'd a that's slow. My uh, fofo, make sure all y'all kids don't grow. Uh, That's a great, that. Such uh, a great song. Uh, uh, God <laughs> damn. Hit him up. Hit don't him up. you little motherfuckers have sickle cell or something? Hit him up. <laughs> first off, you too. first off, fuck your bitch and that click you claim. West side when we ride coming quick with game. You claim to be oh. a player, but I fucked your wife. Bitch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. That's said wife. I said wife. I said wife. Fake money. Oh, Dude, man. But, Rap um, used to have balls. Not no more. But, no, uh, not no more. Back in the day. Is it, <laughs> Rap I, just didn't give a fuck. I feel like it's just me, but I just, I, I, fuck, I want, I, I used to love rap so much. Like, I feel like the early 2000s was a great time to love rap because you had that great back catalog. You had all of the fire shit from the 90s and the stuff that was still coming was still good. Like Eminem was still putting out like hot shit and 50 was new and there was just a lot of shit that was like really, really uh, good. And I feel like nowadays, like as much as I, I still want to love rap, I want to fucking do you. You don't think I want to cornrow this shit and fucking get out and stand on the roof of my car and get fucking wild, get fucking buck wild at Black Spring Break? You don't think I want to do that right fucking now? You're crazy. Well, but I try to listen to rap and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. This is not for me anymore. I want to ask you guys this because I don't know if you guys saw this. Have you guys been seeing the Instagram battles that they've been having lately? Rap battles? Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily rap battles, but it's like um. I Put saw a horse together. game that was pretty sketch. A what, what was it? A horse game. They played it on uh, ESPN where the basketball players were playing horse mm-hmm. instead of uh, like a celebrity horse. You know, horse where you shoot yeah. the fucking ball. And I, have, I haven't seen that one. Jody got oh, so high for a minute. He's like, you guys, did I just yeah. make up a game called horse? Did I just make up a, it's a game with a basketball. <laughs> just, Delvin, you're, <laughs> is that just a white people game? Y'all don't play horse? <laughs> So uh, I, I knew I sucked, but not that bad. I can't tell you the last time I played horse, but you have to see these battles they've been having lately, where they have like two artists, like um, you know who DJ Premier is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, DJ Premier. Like I think it was last week. DJ Premier went on Instagram, played his catalog versus the RZA from Wu Tang Clan. Mm. So they went song from song, playing their best song to have a better catalog. Oh, that's what's up. And that's been I going know. on for like weeks now. Like it's been. Hip hop artists, producers, wow. writers—they they, they go on Instagram. You pick your best twenty songs. I pick my best twenty songs. Okay, we'll see who the fans pick which one's better. Okay, so I have a few people I could throw into that hat. You're telling me that there's a black Instagram as well as a black Twitter. Yeah. Whoa, that's awesome. It is, it is fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Holy shit. His mind right in front of his face. Like, um, I'll give you another example. The rappers are now having virtual strip clubs on Instagram. Love it. Love it. God, I, I do it. that. Yeah. Well, they would tell girls to come on Instagram live and strip and they will throw money at the, at the screen. Oh, wait. No, somebody got Alexis Texas the other day, didn't they? Yeah, that was uh, Tory Lanez. Yeah, yeah. He got Alexis Texas. 
He got um Kelsey Monroe and somebody else. He got a couple of them. So when they do like the quarantine online virtual strip club, do you make it rain Bitcoin on them bitches or or what do you what do you do? Like you can't yeah. Like even if you do dollar, I mean, you could sit here and just do the thing. You know, you could do the. They're doing that. You could make it, but then you then all you have to do. Money, Jason. Yeah, That's it's pretty it's, cool. It's like at your feet, so you just pick it up again and just you just look like a ball. Like I've got ten dollars worth, and I'm just doing this, and then I pick it up again, and I'm like, I got, I got, I, I got another stack. Links so I can send it to you guys. It's fucking wild. <laughs> like you like this thing actually works here. Yeah, yeah. Having a blast, and people are watching it. I mean, that's fucking great, man. What do the world think of next? God bless the internet. Honestly, that that is the one thing. And I want to say something positive to maybe wrap this thing up to say something positive about the, the uh, quarantine is that like, I think some good shit can come of it. I think anytime you have a big event and it's like kind of world altering, at least for a short period of time, you focus on a negative, like I said, that sells the clicks on on all the news sites and stuff like that. You focus on the bodies piled up at the fucking Motel 8 um, and shit like that. So it's, crazy. It's weird and it's disgusting. <laughs> but then you have good stuff that happens too that is maybe an unintended positive. Like I've spent the last like month, I have spent so much fucking time with my daughter that I would not have spent with her yeah. if I had been going to work in an office. But the fact is... I am now standing in for the daycare center 30 hours a week. I'm not dropping my daughter off at daycare anymore. I am the daycare. So like that to me is a positive. Like I have got to bond with my daughter over the last month and it's incredible. She'll sit in my lap and play. She'll like, you know, kind of clutch at my shirt and pull and she'll put her arms around me and hug me and lay her head down on my shoulder or my chest. And it's like, you try not to fucking cry when that shit happens, but dude, I'll be like feeding her her bottle yeah. at night before bed. And then she'll finish her bottle and just kind of like nuzzle up to me. And it's like, just fucking tea. I'm, 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 I'll admit to you guys, I'm a bitch. Like I'll just like, just did tears and just like, Oh my God, this little person. But that's, shut up. That is shut the- your fucking <laughs> mouth. You don't even sorry. know yet, dude. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Your kid yeah. doesn't even talk to you yet. Wait till it tells you it loves you for the first time. <sighs> yeah, yeah, see that's that's gonna feel good. You know what's gonna feel even better when he tells you he doesn't love you anymore because you oh, got on to him. Oh, that's gonna hurt a little bit too, yeah. fuck face. Oh. I'll There's try to some shit coming. I'm so happy for you, Jason. <laughs> but my son wrote on my car, we like because of the dirt, the dust. I love you, Dad. Yeah. And he's waiting for you to find it. That's the type of moments you will never forget. I, I think he's going to write it with shit on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did that for my parents when I was an infant, according to my mom. It's a very embarrassing story. Oh, the kid's going to be, you know, the kid's going to be like 19 when it does is what right. I'm saying, but it's going to oh. be funny as shit. Just... Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a better one. My son used my razor to shave his balls. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't find out till much later. <laughs> like, how did that conversation go, Delvin? He shows me like, "Hey, I'm getting a rash, Dad." I'm like, "Why are you getting a rash? Like, are you shaving?" Did you say he was fourteen? Yeah, this was like he was twelve. I'm like, <sighs> what? I'm like, what are you shaving with? Oh, this razor right here. That's my fucking razor I use on my face. <laughs> uh, so for several months now, you've been shaving the hell. <laughs> Hold on. With the razor who, I use on my face. Hold on. Who shaves their balls in fifth grade? Who the fuck in fifth grade he, shaves their fucking balls? You thought that was a thing. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. How did he think it was a thing? He's he's going into middle school. 
I'm going to be a middle schooler. I better start shaving my balls, guys. That might mean you start early. Build up the tolerance, man. That might be the secret. It must be a Miami thing. It's it's a Miami thing. It's like 80-year-olds getting butt lifts and 12-year-olds shaving their balls. It's fucking crazy down there. And I love it. And I love you guys. And I appreciate you guys coming out. We've already been at this for an hour and 30 minutes. And I'm going to... Yeah, man. I know you got to go. I'm going to respect my wife. And... um, and your time. And I'm going to say thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on this adventure. Thank you, Delvin, for making me a part of your roast and allowing me to host that. I was very proud of that. I really hope everybody who has not yet heard it goes out and download the roast of Delvin Cox. It's on the Delvin Cox experience. Look for it in your favorite podcast app. Please listen to the roast. Jody is hilarious on it. Delvin almost doesn't even appear, but he's there, and um, I'm proud of that of that work. I am. It's great. It's a blast. It was fun. Oh, eventually please. when that podcast ends, I think that'll be be one of the highlights of it. Yeah. They say it never is going to end. Also, tell people where they can find you if they want to get in touch with you. Besides looking for the Delvin Cox experience on their favorite podcast app, how might they uh, get in touch with you if they want to express displeasure at uh, our tasteless bigoted jokes? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Devin underscore Cox. And if you want to watch a beat battle, which I'm probably going to be doing on Instagram lately, just go on Instagram and find me at Devin underscore Cox and get into all those shenanigans. Shit, yeah. Jody, uh, where can folks get in touch with you if they want to um, tell you that they really do not appreciate your wearing a noose to the roast? Oh, excellent. You can find me at your mom's house uh, <laughs> uh, mom's on Twitter house. at PoBoyPod. Uh, at Jody B five Oh one. If you want to get right up and in personal in my face, I don't know, man, I got a show. You can Google search it. Po boys podcast. I tell you what, if you want to help a brother out, uh, in these times of need in the TP shortage, uh, you can go to biobidet.com use promo code Po boys. I get you 10% off a bidet product. I don't know if you guys have gotten with the, the trend yet, man, but I'm telling you, it's a lifesaver in these times of needs. You can, clean your booty hole have it all squeaky clean and uh yeah man this it's been a blessing at this point uh, the tp shortage has been very helpful and i gotta say man yeah uh, I, I hope everybody buys one that's another, <laughs> look, that's another positive though like i was saying like there there are positive things that can kind can come out of this whole like weird fucked up scenario that we're in. Jody just yeah. made a good little paycheck last month on a uh, biobid day. So everybody go buy a biobid day. Use the code word Poboy. Yeah, this got you got to put this out sooner than later because of the uh, fucking the the timing. So yeah, yeah. promo code Poboys with an S. Poboys like sandwich. Poboys. Yes, and I love that sandwich. It's fucking delicious. I never used the bidet. Really? Never. It changed your fucking life, Delvin. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen one like in person. It's like a water fountain at your knee level, and it shoots you in the asshole instead of the mouth. Yeah, right. It's square in the asshole, and uh, it sprays you off like a car wash. I've got one out in the shed. You could probably use it. It's gently used. I'll send it to you, man. All right, buddy. Yeah. You hook it up in like five minutes, and the only thing is, well, you don't have little kids, so you're probably okay. Like, you got to be real careful with them nozzles because it's the pressure from the wall in your house like whatever your toilet water comes out of the wall it goes into this thing and if you got good water pressure that thing will fucking blast the paint off your ass it's crazy okay i've never like i said i've never experienced i think think they're interesting i think i was wondering how the fuck do they work like it 
Are you yeah. sitting there with a wet ass and like, oh, I guess got to pull my oh. pants back on? <laughs> no, a little bit. Like, look, I don't know how long you normally sit there. I'm a quick shit, man. I'm in and out. Yeah. I don't like hanging yeah. out in the bathroom and smelling my own dukes. So I'm yeah. fucking, I go and drop it and then I leave. I'm like a chihuahua. Sometimes I go in there two or three times if I have to. Oh. But the fact of the matter is, um, it's nice because you take that extra moment to sit there, let the kind of shake her off yeah. you get a little toilet paper you patch your shit and you're good you go on about your day but you ain't got that mud butt i'm a big dude ish and i got i'm hairy mm. and it's just gross. gross and it's almost like splashing water on your face but on your asshole yeah it's nice uh, jody and i last time jody was on the podcast we discussed a companion product which would be a brown towel that you would use <laughs> yeah. to dry yourself off after applying the water to your anus from the bidet you then you can't go in there with the toilet paper because it's just going to shred apart and you're going to have little bits of toilet paper in your ass crack all day but if you have like a brown terry cloth towel then it would not grow discolored by anything yeah something like that yeah perfect so, so, a bidet towel yeah a bidet that's towel. actually a good idea yeah, well, that's you, what you're supposed to use. Like classically, that's the thing. But that's kind of weird, especially if it's a coming. You know, listen, I've had that thing for I don't know eight months. I've had a bidet in my house for over a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person that she's no. Take my wife used it once a couple of weeks ago. She got drunk, and after we got done banging, she was like, "I'm gonna give the thing a shot." I go push the pink button and then no. stop. So no one other person has used it since. I'm not going to twist your arm, man. That's what I told Jason. Like all my friends, they know I got it. Go back there and shit, man. It will change your life. Yeah. It's good times. Gentlemen, it's been a slice of heaven. Exactly. Hey, go take care of your baby asshole. I'm going to. I'm going to go make sure my ladies are still sleeping. You guys, um, let's do it again sometime soon. Muchas gracias. Later, brother. Shit happens when you party naked is a member of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Inner Circle only. I am Inner Circle. No, you're not Inner Circle only. The Inner Circle Podcast Network can be found at innercirclepn.com. Go check us out. There are other fine shows, many other fine shows on our network, including Simmons and More Podcast. Hashtag no offense, failing Hollywood, the plunge, and the hood diner. We also produce together a number of uh, mashup shows, things like Comedy is Dead, IC Sports, Inner Circle Sports Podcast, ICPN. We also do the Slimmer Circle, my wife and I. We are nutrition specialists, and we will bring you the Slimmer Circle season two coming soon. we have a new game show called The Winner's Circle, hosted by Mikey and his wife, Jackie, uh, from Failing Hollywood. And so there's tons of content, tons of content to be found. Creatures of the Night, episode two is coming soon. Creatures of the Night, that's me and Adam from Simmons and More and Chris from Hashtag No Offense. We mash it up. And we talk about crazy shit. We talk about wild shit. We talk about aliens and UFOs and uh, freaky um, pedophiles from Washington and Illuminati and all sort of the crazy shit, adrenochrome, everything that's crazy about the world. We discuss it. You won't believe it. So check us out. Check us out at Inner Circle Presents. That's our RSS feed for our mashup shows. And check us out at innercirclepn.com. Also go check out Official, official.com, O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com. Use code acronym 
Schweipen, S-H-W-Y-P-N at checkout. You'll save 25% on some really fly gear. There's some excellent hats. There's some excellent t-shirts. They're, they're really, really fucking cool. And uh, I highly recommend them. Everybody go, please check out official.com. Everybody, thank you for listening to this episode. I'll catch you motherfuckers next week. We out. Peace, bitches. Low voice. I was in the crib when my balls dropped. Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks. Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt. If she turn me down, God knows that it's her loss. Baby, what's your number? Baby, what's your name? I'm about to head to my house. You should do the same. I know you like the way I rap, how I spit game. Got you coming back like I'm crack cocaine. Say who I think I am. I'm a genius. Swear to God, I ain't the one to compete with.